Hey, what's up? This is Boucher, and you're listening to You Are Wild. This is University Radio York. Hello, and welcome to University Radio York. My name's Ollie Hilton. It is a pleasure to be here with the wonderful Boucher. So, yeah, it's lovely to speak with you. Um, whereabouts in the world are you at the moment? Um, I'm in LA. Yeah. California. <laughs> um, very different because we're coming to you from the northeast of England. So, um, That's so very cool. different kind of thing. Um, <laughs> freezing outside. So I don't know, I don't know how yeah. it is for you. I'd love to start off with um, a bit of background on yourself. So, your mum was a drummer in a reggae band, and I found that really interesting. Um, would you say that that influenced your choice to become a musician? No, but I definitely think um, she just embraced music um, a lot more than any regular household. She always played music. Um, there were times where we'd be driving and a song would come on that we liked, that she liked. And she would pull over the car and blast the music and like make us dance. So she was just very embracing of like creative things and music. So when I kind of like took to music, she always supported me. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Would you would you say that um the kind of music that she did, so she her doing the reggae, would you say that that's something you'd be interested in kind of expanding into and looking into more in the future? Yeah, I definitely think I want to get into that in the future. Um, right now, I'm more in like this all soul space, but reggae will always be a part of me. So um, I definitely have to do some reggae records. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. on. That's that's on my bucket list. Yeah, <laughs> great. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure your mom will be proud. Um, of course. Yeah, um, Moving on, so uh, talking about um, your appearance on The Voice in 2018. So I'm a big fan. Um, we like the, we don't, we watch The Voice UK here. Um, so I'm I'm not so familiar with um, The Voice in America, but I do know that Adam Levine is um, a judge there, and you worked with him when you were on there. Maroon Five are huge in the UK as they are everywhere. Um, how was it working with them? Um, I really didn't see him that much. The Voice. My time in The Voice was pretty short so he was cool when I did see him I kind of saw him like during uh the rehearsals and that was it but of course I'm a, I'm a big fan of Maroon 5 and the music um yeah reality tv is crazy yeah yeah I, thought, <laughs> I, would, have said you, I would have said you would have seen him more that's a surprise to me yeah um there were so many contestants. It was like a hundred something contestants when I came in. And I think after the first round, it was like 50 something. So we really didn't spend much time with them. I know like other teams, Kelly Clarkson, she would like do activities with the contestants and stuff. But Adam, I really just saw him during like our rehearsals. Your latest single, um, Gold Fronts, is, is beautiful. It's a beautiful, beautiful acoustic song. Um, could you tell us how that song came about, what your kind of creative process was with it? Well, I linked with Wayne through DM, like just online. Um, and I brought up the idea to work and he was with it. So I was like, oh, like when can we work? And he's like, whenever. 
I'm like, what about Saturday? And he's like, okay. And then I flew out there on Saturday. I did some, um, tried some stuff on some of his songs and I played gold fronts for him and he, he, he liked it. And he was like, yeah, I'm down to get on it. So I came back here and then he sent me the verse and I loved it, of course. <laughs> it was crazy. It was a crazy moment just having that come in. It's like Christmas on crack. Just like, you know, you get a verse from Wayne. Um, he's a legend. So that was crazy. And then he was down to do the video and everything. He's so sweet. It was like really easy to to work with him. And actually, it was hard to keep up with him. He writes so fast and he works so hard, so I was really um, refreshed to see his process. And like, you know, I learned a lot from working with him. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so um, we couldn't talk to you today without speaking about the huge track that is Deep End. How have you found the reaction to the song, and has it changed the way you produce your music? Um, yeah, I was surprised at the reaction because... It was one sample that I made of a group of like 250. So when I made it, I actually didn't like it. I was like, mm, you know, maybe somebody will like it. And then to see so many people gravitate towards it was crazy um, and very unexpected. And I wasn't planning on finishing the song, but after I saw like people embracing it so much and wanting to to hear the full version, it made me want to re-explore it and, and finish it. Whereas, like you know, without that, I probably would have never finished it. So I definitely think it changed my approach on music. Um, uh, what I was doing during that time was very different. I was doing a lot of like lo-fi, soulful, or just like abstract music. But um, I think that helped me just embrace a different aspect of myself. And of course, I was already doing like a lot of like all things with my music as well. But I think... Um, I don't know how to describe that as a as a genre, what deep end we're falling to. But um, I, I would describe myself as an all soul artist, so I think it just kind of made me um, kind of like fell into a sound that is really unique that um, I didn't even expect for myself, like that combination of sounds. So. Um, I definitely started making more music like that. So I think it did, it did change things. Fair enough. Would you, I mean, would you be interested in kind of, I'd say maybe music's changed since Deep End. You've kind of gone down different routes with the genres that you've been exploring. Um, mm -hmm. Would you say you might go back to the more kind of lo-fi side of your mind with the kind of broad Deep End? Well, I don't think the lo-fi side brought Deep End, but there were definitely aspects of it in, in it. I think Deep End brought out more of like, I don't want to say pop, it's not pop, but like just more pop presenting all soul. Um, I definitely thought about 
the hip hop crowd and the people who gravitated towards the sample. And I wanted to nod towards that and I wanted to make it up tempo and something you can dance to because the TikTok community embraced it so much. But I wanted to make it me as well. And I think, um, you know, what I was doing at the time, I wanted to bring that to it. And I think I brought that to it with the guitar and like those moments of, um, yeah, like me and guitar having those breakdown moments and having a moment where I'm rapping to that was a nod towards like the lo-fi stuff that I was doing. So um, it was just like a blend of all those things. Yeah. But I definitely plan on making more music like that. Just finding like that sweet spot between all those worlds. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I suppose that's how it works. Um, <laughs> so... Moving on a bit, because um, we're running out of time. So you said in your interview with Genius that your song Deep End was written in the wake of the Black Lives Matter protests last June and the anger that you felt at the time. Um, would you say that it's normal for you to kind of channel your emotions and what you're, what's going on um, currently through your music? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, some of the greatest artists, um, Nina Simone, I remember in the interview, she was like, it's the artist's uh, responsibility to reflect the times. So I definitely take that responsibility seriously. And I try to incorporate it without um, being too obvious about it. Just like, or more so just talk about everything that's going on in my world from, <clears throat> you know, current events to like love and what this process was for me to, to get to where I am career-wise. I talk about that a lot. Um, but I definitely always want to talk about those type of issues, especially, you know, racism, because unfortunately I don't think that's something that's going to end anytime soon. It needs to be talked about. And yeah. I'm always going to incorporate it. I think is I think it's definitely a really important thing to do when you've got a platform and a following to kind of preach that as much as you can. So yeah, and just finishing off. So final question: Who are you most excited to see live when we can go to concerts again? It's all looking um, as though it can kind of go back to normal soon. Um, who are you most excited to see? Frank Ocean almost had a Coachella concert. I hope he does that again. Yeah, I'd love Frank Ocean. Of course. Um, yeah, I've got. Wait, look at this. I've got um, a blonde phone case. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, um, huge fan. Um, yeah, so the Frank Ocean then. Frank Ocean, Baby Keem, Clara. I want to see any of these people. SZA. Yeah, basically, I want to see all the shows I can just to catch up. Yeah, yeah, I think we all do. Um, yeah, so I think that is all that we've got time for. Um, so I've been Ollie Hilton with University Radio York. Um, thank you very much to Fouché, who's been wonderful. Um, thank you. Amazing job. That was fun. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, and we'll see you all next time. <laughs>